back to the Mail and Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Sally is in the building. What's up, Sally? Putting on some chapstick right now. I am putting on chapstick. Right, right as we start recording. It's okay. <laughs> They're so dry, so I had to just... Do what that's you it. That's do. what I'm doing. That's do what's what you up. you got to do to get in the game. This chapstick total hydration with Susie. It's called the Soothing Oasis. This is mm-hmm. non-spawn. That's non-spawn. Okay. Just it so was just clear. in my purse. How you Usually been? a Burt's Bees gal. I'm great. I was Northern California. It was very fun. I am so bloated because of the amount of salt we ate. Like, we went to this really good place called Burmese Superstar. Heard about this. We, and, yeah, we did. Okay, so I, I forget the yelling. It's a different podcast. You can, you can talk about it. Go. But it's like... It's just, you know, like when maybe the day after a trip, you're like a little bit hungover still, but also you just feel like you got run over by a train. Yeah. I think the reason my body feels like that is because of the salt intake that I had. I also, at one point, was just crushing a family bag style, or yeah, a family bag of Lay's, like at the bar by myself. You're living your best life out I there. went up to the bar and I was like, do y'all have snacks? And she was like, we have a bag of Lay's from earlier from a party. I was like, I'll have it. And I just <laughs> ate them. Like the whole thing. You had by fun myself. Though? Yeah, we had a great time. Good. It was really fun. I, I drank way too much alcohol this past weekend. And I'm just now getting back to. Yeah, normal, it's like that two or three day hangover thing. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Anyway, Dave, what's up, man? Producer Dave in the building. What up? How you did doing, you dog? Did you drink a lot of alcohol this weekend? I, I did. I went pretty hard Friday and then Saturday. Sunday, I had like one. And then Monday, Memorial Day, I had one. I exactly saw, one. I saw Dave out Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah, it was it was a pretty big weekend for me. It was a real treat. All things considered. Yeah. It was a good weekend. Well, was. I had a great time. It's already Wednesday, man. We got weekends are almost here already. That's true. It's home day. Before we get to the questions, the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. If you prefer to write in, you can do so. There's a link in our Twitter bio. And that's at Mail-In Podcast. You guys ready to get into it? Absolutely. Right. I'm ready to get into it. Dave, um, some of these are long, man. Actually, they're all long. Except I for, hope you don't trip over your own words. Just get your pipes ready. Wow. All right, let's go. Really setting me up there. Do those vo- vocal warm-ups. <laughs> I should have done those before the podcast. Yeah. Maybe not <laughs> while we're recording. Dorno. I've been dating my girlfriend for about five months now, and it's going great. She's an awesome person, and I really think I love her. Parentheses. Haven't said the magic words yet, though. In parentheses. Okay. There's just one problem. She has issues with B.O. Oh, my God. Now, it's not that bad to the point of being gross or anything. It's just slightly noticeable when we're close. Of course, she bathed regularly, uh, like anyone else. Yeah, that's... There's a typo in there. Sorry. But But she likes using natural products for deodorant and other toiletries, and I don't think they're cutting it. What's the best way to address the problem without being a dick or hurting her feelings? Thanks. Anonymous. You stink, baby. That's what Ooh. you got to say. B.O. Uh, is so much more biting when you see it typed out in yeah, all caps. Yeah. Hey, Sally, don't you use like this the natural shit that doesn't have... like? What I kind do of- use natural deodorant uh, by Ursa Major. Is it cutting it? Sally, you stink, baby. You I stink, think, baby. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> And the only reason I'm saying that is because I haven't had complaints, but also maybe people aren't telling me now I'm like getting a little self-conscious. What no, if? you don't stink. 
I've never smelled you. I've got the best sense of smell of anyone you know, and I, I know who stinks and who doesn't, and you don't stink. Okay, let me just tell I've you. I've never though. gotten intimate with these. I, I do don't not know. wear. Oh, okay. I don't wear, or I don't use like natural hair products. I use Kiehl's, and it smells great. So I always get told that my hair smells good. I also always get told that I smell good because of my clothes. And we've had this conversation before, but I use a certain laundry soap that you hate whenever I use it with Will. Oh my gosh. It smells like. Why is the scent so strong? It's just like, I don't know. If you're in the same house, do you remember like that two week period where Will was so potent? Yeah. It was so bad. He thought there was a dryer sheet stuck in his clothing somewhere and he was like, kept like looking for it. He but it was driving me up the wall just because, like I said, okay. Man, well, I get compliments sensitive. on that all the time. Okay, so. the smell isn't so bad. It's just so overpowering that it it just overwhelms. There you. was a couple of weeks where I was like dumping maybe a little too much in there. You know, like yeah. I think I found I found a good balance of using like regular non scented laundry soap and just like a, a touch of the scented stuff. Why do people use na- like natural deodorants? What's what's the benefit? I like I'm not looking at the research now, but I know it has to do with like some of the aluminum and things like that that are processed that are you're putting directly on your skin, especially in an area that's like where a lot of your lymph nodes are. So it's really, really easy to absorb, get into your skin and then get into your lymph system, which can be dangerous and lead to cancer and things like that. So um, that is why I originally switched. I also didn't use anti perspirant before i just used deodorant like they also i think that there's some research and i don't quote me on this but like that possibly antiperspirant is bad because your body's like natural thing should be to sweat yeah yeah so to like keep yourself from sweating unless you've got like whatever it is hyperhidrosis like you should be sweating you know what i'm saying yeah um the bo thing is hard though like how I guess he's been dating her five months. I would hope that Will would tell me, like, you smell. I was going to say, his last sentence says, what's the best way to address the problem without being a dick or hurting her feelings? I mean, you just got to bring it up. Like, I think, I don't know. I mean, Dave or Dylan, like, you're in a relationship with somebody. At what point do you feel close enough to them to just be like? Good question. And you can't do it right off the bat. You can't right. do it within like a month of dating somebody, but once you're comfortable enough, once you once you're doing like the sleepover stage, I think, like yeah, let's do a sleepover. I don't know how long that takes for some people, but I think that's when it's time to like you, you're comfortable enough to be that upfront. Like he knows enough about her to know what product she uses. Yeah. Here's just a random benchmark for me. Like if she's peed in front of you, like you definitely can tell her. Like you smell bad. If she has, if she leaves something at your place toothbrush or like hair you know rubber bands or whatever like if she has stuff she's comfortable enough around you i think that you can hit her with it right you also could just not tell her and get her good smelling stuff like i feel like peeing in front of someone that's pretty deep into a relationship for a girl anyway yeah i'm I'm trying to think i don't even remember where i was at five months like i'm i i know i'd already told will i loved him at that point oh but I I don't, like, five months to me is a hard benchmark. And it, it also, it's totally dependent on, like, how fast you've moved. If he's about to tell her he loves her, like, I think he can maybe, like, bring it up. There is a chance he's going to hurt her feelings. And I think he's really, you've really got to preface it with, like, I'm, maybe it's just. 
you got to blame the deodorant. Say, look, you have a, your deodorant just not working for you. Right. You're using the natural stuff, and I get why you're doing it, but it, just letting you know. Try something else out. You stink, baby. Yeah. Mm. You know? Will found that out for himself. He started using natural deodorant. One kind, he was like, I hate it. I don't. I can smell myself. I tried it for a minute way back in the day. Uh, Dallas got me some because she mm-hmm. brought up the like the cancer thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. I hate. I absolutely hated it, so I stopped using it. Will right uses away. Ursa Major now, too. He used one like Baxter of California or something that he got like a full on. It was like sensitive skin. He had like a full bright red rash. He's such a sensitive little boy. No, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is wrong? And I don't know. And then it did the same thing to me. So I was like, maybe this is just a shitty product. Are you Schmitz? Ooh, okay. Schmitz, they have one that's uh, they have like a cedarwood one that takes some getting used to. But I, I didn't like it at first and it grew on me. Then they have another one that's like charcoal and something else. Yeah. Uh, maybe lemongrass. Kind of like it. I'm an Old Spice boy. So I think you maybe... It doesn't shock, shock me at all, actually. No. I think he maybe um, brings it up, blames the deodorant, and then, like, if she doesn't change it by herself in, like, a week, be like, hey, I was at the store at Whole Foods and I saw this. But don't just buy deodorant first and be like, you smell bad, your deodorant's not working, here's some new deodorant. Blame the product. It's not her fault. It's the product's fault. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, it would be a bummer to find out that you like smelled though, don't you think? Like, bottom line though, like, yeah, it is okay to tell them and you probably owe it to that person if you care about them to tell them that. Like if, you're, if your buddy has bad breath. Yeah. You got to tell them. It's not like a fun conversation, but like, dude, just letting you know, you're like, you know, breathing fire over here. Yeah. Not a good look. Okay. I would like I would like to know. Yeah, here's a fear that I've always had. You know how you when you go over to people's houses, they just like have a specific house smell? Yeah. And you don't really know what yours is because Because you're so used to you're it. You're so used to it. Like what if your house smell is shitty? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yours doesn't. I would tell you. Okay, good. Yeah. We burn a lot of candles, so Yeah, no one's surprised by that. Um I feel like I've smelt it one time, like where I was gone for a while and then I came back and I was like, Oh, is that what our house smells like? Why do all old people's homes smell the same? I've never know. understood that. Or like really old apartments kind of have that like weird. But like once you hit 70, like your your house just takes on this smell. Yeah. And I don't get it. We I just had a friend growing up that we would like play with all the time and their house smelled and I just like didn't want to go over there. Really? It's a weird smelling house. And if you move, the, your, your smell follows you. It's not just the house. Yeah, it's like a it's, family It's like thing. a family smell. Yeah. What's the deal with that? That's so weird. Okay, sorry. Big tangent. Uh, first voicemail. This isn't really a question. I just wanted you guys to know that Sally's pronunciation of the word pant is horrible. It does not have the letter Y in it. It's not pant. Pant? No, it's pant. Thank you. Doodles. Um, I had to listen to this a few times. I'm not sure which word he's saying. Is I, it pant or pet? I just want to say, did he say pronunciation? <laughs> okay. Wait, did Do we he, need is to run this back? Right, let's run it back. back. Let's run okay. it back. This isn't really a question. I just wanted you guys to know that Sally's pronunciation of the word pant. Is he saying Dude, pant? He said, he said pronunciation. Yeah, you can't come in hot on someone's <laughs> pronunciation of a word with pronunciation. <laughs> okay. What an idiot. Is he saying pant? I, I think he's saying pant. Uh, do I say pant weird? Say it again. Pant? Are you saying, pant? Are you saying it pant. properly intentionally I, I, now? Or I don't know if I'm trying it? to put the Y in there. Pant? That's has a Y in it. Pant. 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 I will say this, and I, I fully admit this. I have a very nasally voice. Like, 
having listened to myself on this podcast, it's not a great feeling, by the way. But my brother and I both always sound like we're like just chronically stuffed up. Sometimes I feel like I have a little bit of that too. And I, so if I'm mispronunciation, mispronouncing words, <laughs> uh, there's some words I like definitely mispronounce. Like, I'm sure of it, but. Will puts weird emphasis on words. Oh, Fort Worth. Well, he'll go, Fort Worth. So many things. We used to promote uh, man outfitters all the time, uh-huh. and he would say, ma- how did he say it? Like, man. Man outfitters? Man outfitters. Yeah. Man outfitters. No. It, like, you, what? You used to kill me when he'd be like, Fort Worth. Fort like, Worth. Fort Worth. Fort Worth? It's Fort Worth. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I if I'm he... saying it incorrectly, and if you are saying pant, I'm sorry that it sounds like I have a Y in it. I'm not trying to say it weird. Pronunciation. I've never heard it said like that. Yeah, because no one ever has ever said it like That's that. Amazing. That's amazing. It- Maybe he was doing some high-level comedy there. Yeah, he, it so. could be a bit. I'm sorry. I will work on saying pant better. Just keep doing you. You're fine. Pants, kind of, kind of pants, pants, kind of jersey. Pants. If I'm if I'm saying it weird, I feel like a lot of times when I imitate people, I really raise my voice like this and make it nasally. So maybe I was doing that. I don't know. Or no, or maybe maybe that is my voice. I'm gonna listen for it. more okay. on this later. More <laughs> more on Pantgate. Hey Dylan, Sally, and Dave, I'm writing this as I'm having a minor anxiety attack about a date I went on this weekend. I have this terrible tendency of finding something wrong with every person that I go out with. This one is different, though, and I feel like I messed it up. So, we went on our fourth date on Saturday. The plan was drinks and apps at a local bar. We were at this bar for a little over two hours and each had three drinks. I also had the pre-date calm, the nerves drink. After we paid the tab, he suggested this bar down the street for a nightcap. I knew I was getting buzzed at that point. And should have called it a night, but no. We went to the next bar and each ended up having two beers, which eventually led to me inviting him to my place. Ugh. We slept together. We slept together. We slept together. He stayed the night. (laughs) He took off his pants. No, it's not in there. (laughs) He stayed the night and left the next morning around 9 a.m. All I've been doing the past two days is replaying the night in my head, hoping I didn't do or say anything too silly. I feel like being drunk on a date is such a bad look, and I'm beating myself up for getting to that point. Any thoughts on this? Did I completely ruin a potentially good thing? Um, okay. If this was a first or even second date, I would say, yeah, that's pretty aggressive. Four dates in, it's this isn't that bad. I agree. Four dates in. That means you like each other. That's, that's repetitive dating. Like, y'all are basically dating at this point. You're going to hook up. Yeah. Um, I, everyone has been here. If you feel bad about it, all you got to do is say like, "Hey, um, that's not really what I'm about. I didn't mean, you know, I got a little bit too drunk and aggressive. Sorry about that." And it, it, that might make you feel better about things, but I wouldn't feel any shame or embarrassment about this. Um, but yeah, all you got to do is just bring it up with the dude if it makes you feel better. Four dates in, you're fine. Yeah, I think everyone has had an experience like this where you just have like horrible scaries about it the next day and or a few days question what percentage of new couples do you think have had sex by date four the end of date four do you think it's over 50 percent yeah you do 
Yeah. I don't know. I think so too. Yeah. I think it's over, over 50. I would say it's at 60 to 65% of new couples have had sex by the end of day four. So here's my question to her, which she can't answer. So this is just going to be a little self-reflection on her part. Is it because you got hammered and you are worried that you like were a little blackout, maybe said stupid things and like acted stupid? Or is it because of the sex? Because like you really shouldn't feel ashamed about either of them. And if you apologize for like being drunk, you don't want him to think like if you wanted to have sex with him, you don't want him to think like, oh, I, we shouldn't have done that. Because then he's going to be like, oh, we shouldn't have had sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that can make him feel a little bit it, weird. It almost sounds like she's more embarrassed about how drunk she got and she might right. have like said something stupid. So it's just, I, I think you're okay. I she's feel definitely like, okay, but it makes you feel better to say, did I say anything stupid? Did I get too drunk? Yeah, you've been on four dates with this guy. And y'all have had sex. I think that is a totally fine thing to be like, hey, had a couple too many. So glad that we had a fun date. Hopefully I didn't say anything stupid. There it is. I wouldn't even bring up the sex she part. nothing to worry about. Yeah. I think I think four dates, you're fine. You bring up a good Honestly, point. Honestly, you know what? First date, this happens, you're still fine. You do you. But everyone is going to feel guilty about some of this at some point in their life. And I just think don't. Spend your time, even though it's really easier said than done, wasting your time worrying about something that's in the past that you is you are probably overthinking. You just are probably having anxiety about it. And like that's coming from somebody who gets anxiety about this kind of stuff all yeah. the time. Uh, I've been on like first dates where we just got just tanked. Not mm-hmm. not intentionally. You just I went on one first date. Uh, this was, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago. And we, we drank, we went to this place. It was like wine night. Mm-hmm. And we drank wine for five hours and just talked. And it was awesome. It was a great day. For five hours. And we were just obliterated at the end of it. We didn't like meaning to. It just it just happened. You get carried away. It's fun. Maybe this guy was... Maybe the guy she was with was tank too. You yeah. Know? Uh, the real question is, was he wearing me undies? <laughs> well, she might not remember. Oh, that's a fair point. Well, she they may have been on her floor the next morning. That's oh, true. my God. You know what I'm saying? What a Like sight. on the... On a lampshade or on the fan. <laughs> hey, you probably spend about 90% of your life in underwear, so don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies in town? That's why I, I, not only me, but Dylan and I, we both wear me undies. Wearing them right now, true story. I saw Dylan changing in the gym. Yeah, I was peeping. He was putting them on. It was pretty crazy. Just had to admit that. Dylan, you're big me undies guy. I am. I have prefer the ones that... Uh, don't go through the gate. I like to go over the fence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What about you, Dave? Uh, I like to mix it up. It just depends on the kind of pant I'm wearing or short. If it's an elastic waistband, I'll go over the gate because I can just do it in one quick motion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Of course. Yeah, it just it, you know, it doesn't matter, though. They have both options. Uh, they got different prints, colors, and styles. I've got some that have like old school like radios and stuff on it. They're just fun. I've also found myself wearing the lounge pants Every single night now. Hell yeah. Not yeah, I would kidding. like to stop being excluded from these reads because I, too, wear the lounge plant pants. They're great. Pants. You can speak oh, up whenever you want about your pants. I love wearing those pants. Okay. The boxer brief. They've got it. Uh, they've got the uh, the vintage color that I just spoke about. Um, not only are you going to feel your loins like are being hugged by joy itself, but me undies, they give you multiple style options for both men and women. I can't say it enough. That's how excited I am about it. Right now, if you go to meundies.com slash 
mail in because this podcast is the mail in. You can get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com slash mail in. Do it. I mean, we're not kidding. We're not just making this up. We're literally wearing them. Right also, now. don't sleep on the no show socks, which they're, I'm also they're my favorite. Which I am also wearing right now. I'm the no show up. socks are. Dope. I always I'm forget also I have them. those. You know why they're so great? Because they're like really cushiony. They're just like soft and like I feel like I feel like I wear no show socks. Yep. Mine have lightning bolts great. on them. Ooh, mine don't have lightning bolts. I have some huh. shamrock ones. They're well, pretty tight. I always feel lucky when I wear them. I have the shamrock underwear. True story. We should match one day. Same. Well. Who Let's knows? get to the next one, Dave. Okay. Dill, Sally, and Dave. I'll be 22 when I graduate college, and my question is, do I go for money or passion? Money is 90K a year working in a refinery in a lab in Corpus Christi, home of Randy, for those wondering, my dog. Aww. Dad is there, but that's about it. Or 50K a year in DFW doing what I would be happier with, as well as being a lot closer to the friends in the area. Would love your thoughts. This is tough because that's a pretty big gap in pay. Man, that's a big gap in pay, and of course, you got to consider cost of living. At twenty two, ninety k is pretty dope. A t- okay, being twenty two and making ninety k in Corpus Christi, Texas, yeah. you're you're basically like that's probably one the top one percent. Like you're killing it. It's just gonna be you and uh, guys who work the, just you and the oil the guys. rigs from three to midnight. Right. I mean, that's you're you're living you're living right making ninety k in Corpus Christi. You right? can do really well in 90K anywhere, honestly. But Corpus you Christi, can. you can. You can. You're going to have like a dope house. Yeah, like you're, you're, you're doing great. Have a um, little monocle and a this top is, hat. Having said that, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's what I'm picking because I don't want to live in Corpus Christi. No offense to those who live there. I just don't want to live there. It's, it's too far from stuff. Um, it's just not my, my, not my cup of tea. Um, 50K in DFW. It's not a whole lot for Dallas. Dallas is an expensive town. That's not, but that's not crazy. Like that, you know what I mean? It's not like it's not like living in New York City on fifty. Right. Then again, he, dude's twenty two. You're gonna have more fun, dude. And if dude's you're single, 22. you're gonna have a, a bigger dating pool in Dallas. Yeah. Your boys are there. Assuming this, you get a dude. chance to room with people, save mm-hmm. money that way. Yeah. Um, I would. I might go DF. I I would probably go DFW just because you're so young and you like this is this is like a pretty fun. I had really a lot of fun right after I graduated. You get like money, you know. You get kind of freedom from that, and it's just fun. I, I think I would choose DFW, surrounded by friends and a fun and a fun big city. I agree. You got plenty of time to make money. You're 22. You don't need to worry about that quite yet. So I agree. For those reasons you said, and also because he talked about doing something he's passionate about, and oh yeah, that too. Honestly, I think had I. Well, and I did what I was passionate about when I was young and outside of out of school. But I, if you're living in Corpus Christi, making great money, probably saving a ton of money, but you hate your job, like what's the point of being there? You know what I'm right. saying? Like you're going to end up traveling every weekend because you hate it. I mean, maybe you won't hate it. Maybe you'll love it. But like why spend all the money that you're making just to get out of there and also at a place that you might not like? Like don't waste your time at a job you hate unless it's absolutely necessary for your survival you know what i'm saying i just think and maybe that's horrible advice because we're all millennials and like we wanted maybe that's not what our parents would have done but i also think like 
you know, if you love your job, you're never really working or whatever the hell that saying is. And I feel like people who live in towns that they hate or they don't know many people, I feel like they tend to pick up bad habits and to like pass the time. Yes. Well, and dude, if you're living in a town you don't like at a job you don't like, that's really asking you're gonna, you're, to like become an alcoholic. You're asking for, exactly, that's all I was kind of hinting at there. You're asking to become an alcoholic. Yeah. Because when there's nothing to do... Alcohol is always there and it's always fun. The other question I have, I guess, is can he go to Dallas and then if he needs to like, you know, is this refinery job still still going to be available in a couple, couple of years? You know, like you're always probably because like go do what you're passionate about. And then if you need to like buck up, go to Corpus Christi. But like exactly what you said, the first couple of years post-grad are so fun a bunch of people will be living there. You'll be able to like go out with your friends, probably live with someone, meet a bunch of people. I think that that is a better life experience. Better quality of life yeah. despite making less and living in a more expensive area. I agree. You're just going to enjoy life more. Absolutely. Voicemail. Hey, what's up, guys? I was just wondering, is it rude to pet service dogs or like therapy dogs on planes? Emotional support dogs? Uh, I'm just a dog guy out here trying to pet them all, and I just don't want to come off as rude. So thanks. Let me know. I have an answer for this. Okay, go. I will go first. You are not allowed to pet a service dog, actually, while they're working. That's... Well, they... I don't know if allowed is the word. They ask you not to. They ask you not to. Yeah. So I would be careful with that, because if it's a legitimate service dog, and they should, if they're a service dog, be wearing a vest... Um, now, there's a difference between a service dog and an emotional support dog. Yes. I'm talking about a service dog yeah. who's, like, helping someone who is, like, handicapped or maybe they're, like, I know a girl who's, yeah. like, a seizure dog. I think you – wasn't it your uncle? Yeah. I, I told a story. My, my uncle has, I guess, his type 1 diabetes, and he has a service dog. And this dog basically saves his life on a weekly basis. He he can alert him when uh, his his blood sugar is too high or too low just by smell, and he alerts him and so he can – you know, take care of it, fix Dude, the issue. Dogs are the tightest. They're incredible. Um, and he's like, <laughs> I've talked to him about it. He's like, yeah, just just please don't distract my dog. Like He's on alert at all times. Right. He needs to stay focused on me because he can legit save my life any minute. And so most service dogs, if they're a true service dog, not an emotional support dog, shouldn't be pet. Yeah. Unless the owner gives you like exp- explicit permission because they're working and that can like confuses what they're doing. Yeah. Whereas an emotional support dog, speaking as somebody who has one, mm. you can pet Rosie all the, the live long day if you want. And they wear those vests, too, that, that say, don't pet me. I'm working. Yeah. Don't most pet ser- those dogs. Most, most service dogs will have a service dog vest that like says service dog and don't pet me. I'm working. Or if you, you see can, a, a seeing eye dog. Yeah. Or like, don't mess with that they've dog. They've got the harness, the whole thing. Like Rosie was straight up in like this stupid red vest that said emotional support dog while like... Oh Three four-year-olds were like clawing at her face, and she was like tranquilized out of her mind. So she is my emotional support dog, though. <laughs> yeah, and she's she's certified. Great. She's got papers and everything. But I think the great thing to do is ask, "Can I pet your dog?" Because somebody who is actually using them as a service dog will tell you no, and just be like, "I'm so sorry," and or like not even say, "I'm so sorry." Just be like, "Okay, thank you." Like your dog is awesome. That's all you have to say. But if you ask, most people, especially emotional support dogs, will be like, "Yeah." Because they're clearly dog people, too. Because they're definitely abusing the system to get their dog onto a flight. Sure. So emotional support dogs, yes. 
but I'd still probably run it by the owner. Yeah, just you should ask. probably always run it by the owner. Actually, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's like always some, ask somebody. Some to dogs their don't dogs. like to be pet by strangers, right? And they will let you know. I think that's a great rule of thumb. Yeah, that's a great rule of thumb. Um, but the ones that are working, like actually working, are service dogs. Leave those alone. How they're, they're, awesome are they're dogs, doing work. Though. They're incredible. I like when I'm around my uncle and his service dog. I just want to talk about the dog the whole time. I'm yeah, like, dude, tell me more about this thing. It's crazy. They sent that dog off um, for a full year of training. Yeah. And then um, I think he had to go to the facility. Um, and they he spent like a long period of time, you know, working with them together. Right. It's weird. They, when, when during the year-long training session, they kept rotating in trainers. Uh-huh. So that way the dog doesn't get used to one master. Because yeah. the master is my uncle. And then yeah. they want him, like when they introduce him, like this is... This is now your master. Yeah. Everyone you've been working with before, they didn't want to get used to like one person, you know, being the, the, the alpha. I think Lily works with somebody who has like a seizure dog. And like Lily was like, I didn't even know this person had a dog under her desk for like a full year. Yeah. And this dog goes to work with her and like sits under her desk and is like so quiet and just like sits there. Have you seen videos of, of um, seizure dogs when their owners like seize? No. It's crazy. They... Basically, just like lay down on top of them, put their paws like on like on their arms to like calm them down uh-huh. and make sure they don't like injure themselves too right. much and just comfort the shit out of them. That's so tight. So amazing. Service dog. Dogs in general. You know what? Great. I don't even feel bad for having an emotional. Rosie is my emotional support dog. I have anxiety. Petting her makes me feel better. Can you at least admit that the system has been abused? The system is abused. Okay. And I abused it. Yeah. Don't arrest me. You're good. Okay. Hey, Dylan, Sally, and Producer Dave. I know Producer Dave doesn't speak about finances publicly, but I've had this on my mind and would like y'all's input. My fiancé and I live together and haven't combined finances yet. Because of having separate accounts, he has shouldered most of the bills like our mortgage, HOA, car insurance, utilities, vacations, and recently, he just bought me a new car that he pays for. On my side, I pay my student loans, health insurance, and for our groceries, but that's pretty much it. I know eventually all of his money and my money will be put into one account and it won't matter. But in the meantime, I feel a little guilty about him doing all of this. It also doesn't help that I've gotten comments from my girlfriends about how they could never not contribute equally. And I feel a bit judged. I offer to pay for things or split them, but he always turns me down. Any thoughts or advice would be appreciated. Love the pod. As Micah used to say, it's my favorite hour of the week. Um, this is a tough one for me because I don't want to, I mean, she, <laughs> it seems like he's paying for like 90% of everything. Yeah. And which it is, is a lot. tight. That's tight. It's, it's tight. But would you not feel guilty? Nope. You wouldn't? Will is currently paying for a lot of our stuff because I do not make money. Well, that's because you're, yeah, you're still right. going through the whole, you're not, yeah, you're not, you're not, because I'm in school. Yeah. Um, no, I, you know what, if, first of all, if he wants to pay for it, okay, I, there's, this is like a three part for me. One, you're engaged. Exactly what you said. They're going to like be married. Their finances are going to be combined. So if he wants to start this now, cool. He seems fine with it. It's not like he's pressuring her. And absolutely the fact that she's offering and like paying for things if she wants to, I think says a lot. First of all, don't listen to your friends. Like they're probably super jealous of you. Like I am currently. 
I, I'm just being honest. But I also don't think like you shouldn't feel bad as long as you have had a frank conversation with him. Like I'm willing to put in more to this household. Like if you want me to, but maybe that's making him happy. If that's making him happy, then I think what a great situation you're I in. I think their incomes matter as well. Absolutely. If they're may, if they're both making the same amount of money, to me it doesn't make sense for one person to pay that much more than the other. Yes, I agree. That's just totally unfair. But if, you know, if he's making four times what she is, then it makes much more sense. Mm-hmm. And because y'all are going to be joining your accounts eventually, this isn't that big a deal. But just speaking like more generally, when when couples are going through something like this. I don't know. I would just feel I would feel bad. I so money is an interesting thing and I think especially as you get to a point where you're joining your life with somebody figuring out your stance on money is very important. So, as long as you and he are okay with the situation you currently have and he's not resenting you for not paying more, I think that this is totally fine. Because what however people do their own finances is their business but if like you shouldn't feel guilty because your friends are like making you feel bad if he is totally fine with this arrangement you know what i'm saying like yeah and i get where you're coming from about the salary difference and things like that maybe he's in a better position and can afford to be paying for more and that's great too but to me like the only thing that matters is are you and your fiance okay with what's going on? Yeah. Like if he's sitting there being like, yeah, she's he, offering. Right. Like, if, no. if he feels like he has to do all of that because he's the man or whatever, but secretly he's resenting you, that's not okay. But if like, this is truly what, how he wants to support you. Great. Let him do it. Yeah. Maybe find out if he's truly okay with the arrangement you have. Now. And I'm assuming you've had conversations about it, yeah. but what a great way to bring it up, especially because you're about to be married. Yeah, almost a moot point because you're going to join finances, so not but a big deal. My thing is like, don't let your stupid friends make you feel bad. Like they probably are jealous, because I am currently jealous of your situation. Man, we got one more, Dave. I guess I'm not that jealous because Will's currently doing that for me. But you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll have your time soon enough. But but the, the the roles will be flipped very soon. Sally Dorn and David. I'm recently single, and let's just say the ladies have been kind to me. I'm constantly finding myself in strange, confusing, and sometimes difficult situations with said ladies. As of recently, a girl that I grew up with reached out to me and was basically wanting to hook up. The problem is, this girl has a boyfriend. Of course, being the gentleman that I am, I politely declined, but I still feel bad because I'm an acquaintance of her boyfriend, and they've been together for probably seven years. Do I warn him? Tell him? It's just bothering me, but I don't care enough about the dude to ruin their relationship. Thanks. Your boy, Jake. You can say my name. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jake. Chill, Jake. So Jake's out, on a man. heater. Jake's on a heater. He's recently seen when he's tearing through wherever he lives. So what is that like thing called where you're just like you're single and then everyone just decides like you're the hottest thing since sliced bread like isn't there a name for that like i don't know you know didn't you ever have friends who like got attention from one person then all of a sudden like everyone was obsessed with them like you were just like okay we get it like it's peaks and hot. valleys you yeah. know it's either you're no one wants no one's Feast giving or time famine. no one's giving you the time of day or you just got your phones just blowing up yeah. all day long so that's he's bl- getting blown up right yeah now. He, he's peaking right now way to go jake 
by post, the way. A post breakup peaking. That's good for you, Jake. Um, I because this guy is just an acquaintance. I don't think it's your business to to tell tell him. I agree. Okay. Because I think I was worried you wouldn't. No, I the only like very good job on your part for declining her. And I think if she ever presses the issue again, you should be like, you have a boyfriend. Yeah, I, I would encourage her to. Well, no. Like her asking you to hook up, nothing happened. I don't think you need to say anything. I think you just need to maybe judge them from afar. Yeah. And just be like, look, if, if you want to do that again, please don't do it unless you are single. Because when you, if she, if he confronts her and or the boyfriend, like they, there's no real hard evidence. And then you're going to be involved in like what could potentially blow up. Because if she's doing this to you, she's probably doing it to other people. And that's shitty of her. But, like, besides telling her, like, no, thanks. It's not your job to fix their problem. Right. Uh, She's got to figure it out herself. Hopefully she's not doing it to other people. You're you're more than welcome to talk to her and be like, look, what you're doing is not cool. You have a boyfriend of seven years. That's a pretty serious thing. Right. Maybe chill out. But you don't get involved beyond that. How do you feel about him, like... Maybe casually dropping it to another acquaintance to see if like gets around. Oh, I no, no I don't like that. Everyone will know that you're the source. That's true. I I wasn't I wasn't promoting that. I'm just yeah. saying. I hey, feel what like, the hell? <laughs> I so this is like my other devil's advocate thing. Maybe if she is messaging this guy, she is messaging other people, and like that sucks because this her boyfriend is clearly just getting like cucked. Cucked. And he could be the one to stop it, but like, but it's not it's not his business to stop. It. It's not really his business. Yeah. I think I say don't. It's not meddle. his job. Not his business. Like you he did the right alone. thing, turning her down. Continue to be on your heater. Look, she'll get busted. Karma's a bitch. She'll get busted eventually. She can't keep this up. Yeah. Someone someone will squeal, and if someone acts, and someone's gonna not decline her, they're gonna hook up, and homeboy's gonna find out. And it's gonna she'll get what's coming. I think you did the right thing. I wouldn't say anything else. If she comes at you again, I think you go, hey, you have a boyfriend. You really need to reconsider your actions. Because yeah. that, that is your responsibility if she comes at you again. Like, yeah. stop her. Sure. But you don't need to go talk to the boyfriend or anything. I mean, that's just going to get really messy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, that was it. Unless we have a bonus question from somebody. Sally? I have no bonus question. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, you know a bonus question? Don't put this on me. Y'all are lame as shit. All right, I'll, I got a bonus question. Okay. What's for dinner? Ooh. I don't know what I'm having for dinner. Okay, I great answer, really, Dylan. Really good answer. I have some grilled chicken at home that I don't want to eat because it's grilled chicken. Um, I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> I just hate eating grilled chicken. <laughs> it's it's pretty depressing. I am going to the famous Matzel Rancho. God. Didn't get enough salt and San yeah. Francisco. Who are you going eh? with? Actually, it's my dad's birthday, so mm. we are going as whole, a family. I'm literally, I'm literally going as soon as we are done recording. Is Will, going? Will is going after the engagement that you'll have right after this. Tight. Yeah. Tight, tight. Can we officially tease that since he's on his way? No, I don't tease it yet. Okay. But I mean, I, I think just... you have to. Do you have to be a Patreon subscriber to like? No, this one will be available for, for everybody. Oh, this will be a, a free. Okay. A freebie. Okay. It's our um, gift to the folks. I, yeah, so we're going to Matzel Rancho because it is Good my dad's you. favorite restaurant. 
And I, I'm in one of those like post vacation things where I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be healthy this week because I was already like really shitty on Sunday, Monday. So I'm just going to like just gonna ride, pile it, it on. ride it until probably next week. I get that way about spending money weirdly. Yeah. Which is so irresponsible. Like, oh, I just, you know, I just went on a little vacation where I spent, you know, 1200 bucks. I might as well buy a new pair of shoes when I get back. What's, what's. Another yeah. hundred bucks. And it's just so stupid. Yeah. What are you doing, Dylan? You, you idiot. just let down your inhibitions. You're just Yeah. Doing what you want. What are you having for dinner, Dave? So this podcast we're doing now and then the podcast we're doing immediately after has kind of left me to fend for myself. So I'm wide open. It's gonna be later than normal when I get out of here, so I don't think I'm gonna cook or grill. Can I make a suggestion? I'd love that. You know what's on the way home. Uh, I think I know where you're going with this. You uh, want me, you're trying to drag me down. Pine House? Popeyes. Popeyes. Oh. Um, I might pick up a... Love the from Popeyes. I might pick up that uh, spinach salad from Pine House. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, Will um, and I also bought a family-style pack of Popeyes the other day. Well, we know. We talked about it. It was so it. good. It That's like really what over like overdid it for me on the salt. It. Yeah. I feel like my body is a Tempur-Pedic. No one has ever right felt now. good about what they just did after they take down Popeyes. No one. I don't know. I don't feel that bad. I felt I like I ate probably eight tenders. That's upsetting. You went back for the gravy though. I will forgot the gravy. I like specifically asked him check to make sure our order's right. They didn't include the gravy. We got all the way home. We didn't have the gravy. I looked at Will. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And then I drove my ass back out back to Popeyes. I was like, "Give me the gravy." Did you know that video I posted of uh, that psycho on The Bachelor? Yeah. So one of my alternate captions that I almost went with was uh, inspired by that. It was like when you get when you get home and realize they didn't give you any sauce, because that is the fucking worst. When you if you get back from Chick Fil A and there's not no sauce in the bag, it's just dry. You no, man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Yeah. Dude, what's wrong, bro? No, nothing. I'm good. Nothing. nothing. I'm good. What's up? Ch- chilling. Just got my fucking sauce. Forgot my sauce. Yeah. That's the worst. I would have gone back for the gravy. If you're doing, if you're all in on that kind of like hungover post vacation day, gravy is a must. Yeah, their gravy's no good. substitute. Um, I also have an announcement. Okay. You just looked at me like I was going to say I was pregnant. <laughs> I did look. I was like, <laughs> no, the, you're, you're I will not be around for a month. You're leaving again because I got to like, go to Lafayette. Okay, we will find replacements for you. Yeah, you forgot Lafayette. No, I didn't forget. I just, I just. Well, I forgot when exactly it was happening. I knew it was happening happening on Saturday. Okay. Till the twenty eighth. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, see y'all then. We will make arrangements. Okay. We're gonna miss you though. I will miss you too. Lafayette. Maybe I can call in for one without really shitty audio. We'll have the pant the pants party with Sally. I'm sure Lily would be is itching to get back on. Just talk. Yeah, I would like to have her on again. She oh, I'd like to expose show. Lily Talking when shit. she comes back on. I About what? The Masters thing that we talked about today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she snuck a phone in and got a photo off from the Masters. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. She took a picture of her fiancé. I don't think And I he knows that. better, too. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. Did you guys real. have fun? Because we're, we're about I had done. a good time. Yeah, I'll good. see you all in July. That's good. July. Okay. Damn. I know. All right. Again, hotline number 888-362-6245 or write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail Podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.